0: 0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football It's Clyde One Super
1: Scoreboard Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers v Celtic has been moved from Saturday to Sunday In a fixture reshuffle to avoid clashing with Prince Philip's funeral Both sides warmed up for the meeting with wins A 2-1 against Hibbs and a 6-0 against Livingston respectively Hearts wrap up the Championship As the battle to avoid replacing them in the second tier heats up I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Alex Ray and Hugh Evans. Well now we know the time and the place It's
2: all about the football at Ibrox on Sunday John Kennedy says he wants Celtic to show they are still the best team in the country The response to that remark from the Rangers fans has been understandably hostile Now everyone can settle their differences man-to-man on the pitch on Showdown Sunday Terrific goals from Celtic and Rangers at the weekend Could it be a high-scoring Scottish Cup tie? One thing is certain Celtic need to win To avoid the premature End of their season And the first season For a decade Without winning a trophy
3: Spicy Alec Yeah it was another Good weekend Hugh Rangers and Celtic Take the points Going into the old firm game This Sunday Aberdeen's win over St Johnson From a fine finish By Johnny Hayes Mother will win Over St Mirren Almost secures Their top flight survival And Kelly and Ross County Share the spoils But no one really came out and top that one Gordon All happening over the
1: weekend 01419511025 What did you make of it What was your main takeaway from The weekend uh, What about the week Coming up Rangers and Celtic fans Both win We all know That it's now On to that game Next weekend How are you set up Who goes into that In form What are your hopes What are your concerns What about the bits In between Give us a call And let us know how you're feeling Ahead of that one At plenty of talking points Across the weekend At the bottom It's really tight As Alex Ray says That draw Between Kelly and Ross County Is that really clear much up Brian Rice was Happy with the performance Even though they lost Hearts winning the championship So there is A lot to get through Make sure you pick up the phone 0141 951 1025 Let us know what is on your mind If you'd rather tweet Please do that as well At Clyde SSB It is a Monday night you two Which means you've got big decisions to make What was the standout What was the result of the weekend?
2: Well I'm going all the way back to Friday night Hearts 6, Aloha 0 Hearts the champions Back in the the premiership Where they, they really do belong uh, given their fan base uh, And everything associated with the club They haven't arrived To a fanfare of trumpets Not even from their own fans But Well done The Hertz
3: I'm going to go for Aberdeen Gordon I think the win Obviously closes mm. the gap On Hibs to four points now When you think about the actual run That they've been on over The last 10-12 games It's been pretty poor By that club standard. So big win for them
1: Okay Your goal of the weekend Again Good choices
2: not a vintage performance From Rangers uh, Against him yesterday But a vintage goal
3: From Ryan Kent Hard to look beyond that one Well I'm going to go for Elanoussi Since uh still my thunder uh, I have to say The one I think it was his fourth goal He just wraps his foot round it And gives the goalkeeper No chance A guy in top form at the moment
1: yeah, Good standard across the weekend Go on then Your howler Who's getting it in the next Strikers, goalies, referees Defenders Collective efforts
2: There's a man called David Lowe a oh, referee you're the-
1: sticking up for your pal here
2: I am he refereed Cove Rangers against Dumbarton on Saturday There was one fatal flaw with the Cove Rangers goal It didn't cross the line This is a serious matter because It's not ideal when that happens is it? Dumbarton are down there second bottom are fighting with Clyde to avoid the, the playoff place Now a draw one point might make all the difference come the day of reckoning at the end of the season, but there was no point. There was nothing because they lost a goal that never was.
1: Yeah, the only reason we can't get Jim Duffy on until the end of the week is because it's going to take him until then to, to calm down, yeah. I think. Because, <laughs> Alex, you've seen it. it, it does not cross the line. It was I a
3: di- diabolical <laughs> decision. And if you're the linesman looking along that line, Gordon, I know it was a little bit of a kind of stramash, it was a few shots on target. But clearly didn't cross the line Now if you're Jim Duffy You're fuming And, and see
1: by the way This yeah. is this is the point of this segment Brian Rice if you're listening This is the point of it We like to stick up for the wee teams These might be the decisions That you've not heard of Or you've not seen But we care We care about them all uh, What about you What's your choice Alex? Well
3: my howler's going to go to Hamilton's Ross Callaghan He mm. misses from about two yards You know He's got a goal uh, Begging A uh, forward Hit it in Gordon And I have to say You know When you're in that mire We've seen Moyle uh, last week as well Miss a golden opportunity uh, And when you can't score From that distance It makes it all the more difficult But you know They're still in The the, the dogfight at the bottom That's us done then isn't it How much yeah. goals Yes yep.
1: Happy with that 01419511025 What is on your mind What did you make Of the weekend's action Yesterday's game Seems like a good place To start Stephen Gerrard says Ryan Kent's goal Was a contender For goal of the season He's happy with bits of their display but admits they did drop their standards at times.
4: Yeah we're really pleased with the stats at home in terms of our home form we've been really strong and consistent at home there's no getting away from that and again I'm pleased with large parts of today's performance I thought for the first half an hour we showed a lot of control, had some real good passages of play and they uh, deserve to take the lead, we scored another fantastic goal worked it well on the right and then Joe controls the finish really well. Thought we finished the, the first half a little bit open, a little bit passive, so we needed to reset that at half time, which we did. And then we said to the boys, you know, try and start the second half like you did the first half. And we've done that, and Writings obviously scored a world class goal. I think that's another contender for, for goal of the year. And then at 2 0, we're cruising, um, we're playing with style, we're looking good. Um, but we never finished the second half well enough either. And um, we've become a little bit passive. A little bit complacent And then we had a few complications At the end of the game And against a good team like Hibs With good players uh, You you can allow them to get back in the game And we did that
1: What did you make of that game yesterday? Who were the standouts for you? What about the form? Rangers fans going into this cup game With Celtic next weekend Alex, what did you make of it?
3: Yeah, I think Stephen Gerrard's Pretty pretty much on the money there Uh, They did control the opening exchanges Uh, I always felt as if Hibs Posed a threat Gordon Particularly down there Right hand side with Boyle He was almost playing As an old fashioned Inside right here uh-huh. And he was picking up the area When um, Barisic was uh, Going forward And it was leaving them Exposed with Holanda Was there any mystery Attached to the Ryan Porteous Goal that never was Or did you see it differently? Oh, I have to be honest with you I think there's a slight kind of Coming together But is there enough To warrant a free kick Probably not for me yeah, I, I think mean, they got away With one there
2: Rangers Yeah I, I was going to say 17 league games 17 wins You can't fault that But they did get away with one there I'm I'm not quite sure that the Ryan Porte's goal Should have been disallowed
1: Uh, Let's do both at once then shall we We've heard from Stephen Gerrard Let's hear from John Kennedy And then I want to hear from from you What about the weekend And how does that set you up for next weekend Because this is a big week in the football calendar And we'll start the build up nice and early John Kennedy says it was exactly the performance Celtic Needed ahead of that game next week He says they're getting back to top gear
5: it's good. Again, it's been building blocks for us in recent weeks and months um, in terms of building the confidence up, the level of performance. We know if we're on our A game, we can cause Rangers huge problems. So, again, it's a it's a good game we come out of in terms of scoring the goals and having that extra bit of confidence to go into next week and, and hopefully win that game. The players have to trust the process. You know, they have to trust what you're trying to do. And if everybody doesn't, then it becomes a bit disjointed. But the players have been absolutely terrific you know, in terms of that. And then week by week, I think it's in the confidence getting higher and higher. They make more decisions of that are better. And then when we get to the top end, it's been clinic on the that. So, really pleasing, you know, in terms of the progress they've made uh, in the last six weeks. You know, from where they were, difficult period, dealing with a manager leaving, coming out of the season, we've been in. Um, but I think we slowly, we're now getting back to top gear um, and firing at the right time.
1: One four one nine five one one zero two five. Fans of both of those clubs, we've just heard of. How did you feel about the weekend? How does it set you up for this weekend coming? A big game, which was meant to be Saturday, um, is Sunday now. By the way, and just before we move on, I'll give you confirmation of that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure there's a great debate to be had. I know some people won't agree with it. I know some people find it inconvenient. Ultimately, it's one of those decisions. I don't really think there's much much else to say that th- this is the way it's going to be. Seven of the fourth round ties have been moved. To avoid a clash with Prince Philip's funeral on Saturday So it was meant to be 4 o'clock on Sunday As you, No, 4 o'clock on Saturday, sorry yes. It's now 3 o'clock on Sunday um, Stranraer Hibbs is going to be played at 12.15 Was meant to be played at 12.15 on Saturday That kicks off 24 hours later and You can go onto our Twitter feed at ClydeSSB And see them all We've now got Friday night games in the Cup So that's going to happen Inverness trip to St Mirren Friday night at 6 Motherwell Hosting Greenock Morton on the Friday night So, Hugh, like I say, I I know people will have their own feelings As to whether that's appropriate or not It it, it is the way it is Yeah, there's a a
2: funeral taking place I do understand it's not a state funeral But there's a funeral taking place All we asked was that the SFA made a decision In tandem with the broadcasters And they've done that Hmm. So it's perfectly okay by me And I feel sorry for you If you have arranged to take your wife out at Three o'clock on Sunday, but that's not the <laughs>
1: SFA's department. Alex, yeah, like I say, I, w- with their football hat on, you can see yes. oh, some of these kick-off times are about eleven forty-five on on a Sunday morning or whatever, and you know, and the game being moved and Friday yes. night cup games. You know, I get that from a purely football perspective. It, there was an air Of inevitability About this Whether you yeah. think It's right or not
3: Gordon when the SFA Put it out on Saturday We were on on air uh, I, I thought it was inevitable That the games would be changed Some of them are not ideal But you have to adjust with it You know the, There's teams playing Four games a week at the moment So mm. they're adjusting So we have to roll With the punches uh,
1: Right William Is a Celtic fan on the line What did you make Of the, the weekend William Does that set you up nicely For this cup game Next weekend
6: uh, Yeah it's a- very good result At the weekend And would set it up nicely For, for next week Which is quite an important
1: game are you, um, are you able to get into that With with confidence at the moment William Because obviously It's been a tough season That you know, now at a stage Where you're back Feeling confident About that type of fixture
6: um, Well I certainly wouldn't be Overconfident That's that's definite I mean it's Still you know, A poor season Extremely poor season Good result At the weekend Absolutely But again you know, nice and easy. That's for me. Let's just take it easy
1: and see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, like, Hugh, you can see both sides of of that. Where it's a home game against Livingston, and the, the league is done, so you'd mm-hmm. be you'd you'd be daft to get carried away. But what does the old cliche say about you can only beat what's in front of you? We know that Livingston have been really tough opponents for everyone in the division. So with all that considered. Is it the type of performance Which should make William and other fans Feel a bit more optimistic Of course
2: Uh, I I know a a lot of Emphasis has been placed On James Forrest And the fact that He suffered an injury And is still In the doubtful category For the game On Sunday Maybe an extra 24 hours Could help him But for me It's as important That uh, Mohamed El-Yanoussi Turns up In the kind of form That he was in uh, Against Livingston Uh, Played very well Scoring goals uh, setting up goals, so he'd be a big player for Celtic at Ibrox. But we get back to the the fundamentals of the rivalry here. Celtic need to win the match at Ibrox in order to stop their season being cut. At that point, there, there, you know there are four league games after the cup tie, but I know one of them is against Rangers, but. Really, Celtic season comes to an end if they do not beat Rangers on Sunday in the cup tie. There's
1: the basics of the rivalry. I mean, Alex, there certainly was a a, a swagger, if you like, a, you know, a ruthlessness about yeah. Celtic that's not been there in, in recent times.
3: Yeah, the, the shape suits him. Uh, I think James Forrest been back's a big boost, Gordon, because he, he offers so much more. He gives you that natural width, and then comes in. He goes in behind. I was talking about that on Saturday as well. The importance of players running beyond. Uh, and he's a big threat I think the The medical team at Parkhead Will be really trying their best To get him fit I think it was a hamstring injury Leading from his lower back So potentially You know Depending how that is He may well make it uh, In terms of their overall play I thought Celtic were impressive I thought they blew Livingston away uh, And as you said I think most fans Will go into this game From the both sides Of the old firm This weekend Thinking that they can get a result On the back of what They've seen recently
1: uh, William I know you had The bigger picture On your mind as well With the fact that Well John Kennedy Will take charge of this game I'd imagine How many more Will he take charge of Will there be Any progress on The, the new manager What's your take on that stuff
6: Well my, What my take on it is that you know um, the, the the guy that they're, they're Looking at at the moment um, in, in England Tell how what I don't understand is that, why is it taking so long? So, he's either interested in the, po- in the post or he isn't interested. Now, what I'm thinking of, last year, and I know Hugh brought this up many times, last year, we dilly-dallied regarding the goalkeeper situation, and at the end up, we then rushed out and bought somebody that was a, a panic buy. Now, is it going to be the same again that Mr Howe then decides, no, I don't really want the job? And then we're running about trying to find another manager. I mean, personally for me, um, as a manager, um, what I'd be saying is, there's the date that we want you to make your mind up. Either you come to Celtic or you don't come. And then then Celtic and the supporters will then know exactly where we stand. And it it then gives the new chief executive and the owner a chance to go and look at somebody else And I would like to think that they have got somebody else in mind That they're not putting all their eggs into the one basket And I just wondered, Alec and Hugh, what you thought of that
2: For as long as there is no definitive word on Eddie Howe, William The whole situation is open to speculation People that I respect tell me that oh, it's still ongoing It's still a live matter However, I don't think that Eddie Howe is big enough To be keeping Celtic waiting under these circumstances I looked at the Crystal Palace result 4-1 defeat at the weekend And you think, is he waiting for Crystal Palace? Uh, I looked at Burnley-Newcastle And I thought, well, Newcastle won that game But had they lost it, is he waiting for Newcastle? I agree with you, William That I do not see how Celtic can just bring the club To a standstill while they wait for Eddie Howe to, To give them an answer Because there is so much... In The buying mm. and selling department to be done before next season kicks off on the 31st of July, mm-hmm. they can't go on with this.
3: I, sorry, it, God, I was going to say, I said at the weekend, you have mm-hmm. to put some sort of timescale on this. And like, depending on the negotiations, where they are down the road, mm-hmm. Celtic will know exactly where they are. Well, that's and, what I was
1: going to say, though, because it is a lot of it, is the cards being close to the chest. What, what if it is a process that just needs to be worked through in the sense that William and, and Hugh, to an extent, are Portraying the situation As if Eddie Howe's went uh, Yeah but I'll have a think about it And I'll get back to you lads uh, You know on, on my terms Just don't, don't phone me at, I'll phone you Sort of thing But might it be the case That you know There's a genuine Stumbling block Where Eddie yes. Howe wants Someone on his staff Celtic don't want them Or, or whatever Whatever it may be And that is Actively being negotiated And it's being worked through And ultimately You know if, if There is no quick way Of doing that At the end of the day If Celtic don't
2: want The person that Eddie Howe wants mm-hmm. Then you'll just have to draw a line And go somewhere else Yeah but, but then I, I, that's when
3: negotiations Then come into play then Because you have to maybe give Something somewhere I, else Now see the director of football situation I'm not sure Celtic Want to allow the man, the next manager To bring his own director of football in you get Dominic Mackay Coming in reported Like at the end of the week He may have a process That he wants to bring His own director of football in Because he would then be his ally Rather than the manager's mm-hmm. ally So there's so many factors to this Gordon But the longer it goes on The longer Somewhere down the road Crystal Palace Newcastle Or whatever else Maybe somebody abroad Have the chance of wrestling Mm -hmm. away Something might look a wee bit more appetising As the negotiations are going on So Celtic As I said earlier They have to put A timescale on this It can't rumble on Mm -hmm. to the summer Gordon Because the club needs overhauled
1: I mean William I remember John Kennedy saying that You know Patience is required You can't rush these things You might as well hang off And take your time And get the right man What do you make of that side of it?
6: Well, I understand that, but I mean again, if Eddie Howe was to come in, say today and take charge of the game and next Sunday and win that game, I mean that—that's him right away. He's in—he's in with the fans immediately. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I, I don't understand. I mean, surely if you want to be be successful and come to a club as big as Celtic and and take the chance to take your first game to be an old firm game, I mean, I just—I just think like I think Hugh's right. I think he's waiting for something else. I think he's waiting for something, you know, maybe better. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, and I speak for all the Celtic fans here, you know, there isn't anywhere better.
2: You go back, William, you go back to the statement that was uh, released by Eddie Howe's representatives. Nobody, for some strange reason, put their name to the statement, but they claimed to be Eddie Howe's representatives to say that he wasn't interested in coming back into management until the end of the summer. At the earliest So even the the, the start of next season Was thrown into doubt So uh, I don't think that Celtic uh, Can mm. afford to wait that length of time And I do not think For all his
1: cultivated image That Eddie Howe is big enough To stall Celtic William, good to speak to you 0141 We're going to hear more from The likes of Stephen Gerrard and John Kennedy Next
0: you are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Alex Ray and Hugh Keevens are here looking back on the weekend's biggest talking points. Let's bring in Davey and Pollock and see what stood out for him. Hi,
7: Davey. Hi, how's uh, things? Everybody okay? All good, Davey. How are you? Are you well? Uh, I'm absolutely brilliant. Good thank
1: man. You. What's on your mind today? I've,
7: I've, I've, I've got a couple of points mm-hmm. I can bring up. Especially to Alec. I met Alec one night at a Hollywood dance. You'll probably remember me. My brother ran it Woolley. And they were doing it at the Pollock Shoals for a hall. That's right, mate. I remember it's but, for, uh, Alex,
3: Big Alex McLeish. That's right.
7: You, you and Big Alec and I came up and spoke away you, Alec. That's right, mate. I uh, so my my point is that. He's boring, honestly, isn't he, Davey, when believe. you
1: meet
7: him? <laughs> oh, he's a great guy, by the way. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> oh, you're not a
3: bad judge, Davey. Carry on, mate.
7: Yeah, anyway, he is. He's brilliant. My opinion here is I think Nathan Parsons is a better player than Tabner. <laughs> I think defensively he's 100% sound I mean if you look at him at the crossbar even it came into the back post near the in the second half and they got one and they put out for a corner with all due respect Tavener would be struggling like that now we can see that Rangers have only conceded 11 goals or whatever all season and I agree with that it's been absolutely phenomenal but you've got to be looking at the midfield the way they've been playing and if your midfield is constructive and the pressure isn't going to be on your back
1: phone that, that, That's my, my thought I thought Tavernier was player of the year for most people Davy Now you've got him dropped for Nathan Patterson
7: No I've not, not got him dropped for Nathan Patterson No you think Nathan Patterson is think I think better somebody, I think if, No no I think if somebody goes in and plays on a position Just because a guy is a captain of your team He's going to work his way back into that position and put that boy out it It's the same as Gilmer and let's look, let's look forward a few. Where, where is Rangers' youth policy? I mean, we were in the second division three years ago. And I, I'm I'm a boys club man. Three years ago, we were in the second division, or whenever, we were in the second division. And Alan McCoy's played his full team right through. Why not bring youth players through? And the problem being here in Scotland is, if you lose three points because Celtic's in your league, or if Celtic lose three points because Rangers is in the league, then that's
1: going to... That's gonna, uh, no youth coming through in this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, a couple of uh, di- different points there, Alex. Yeah. What, what, do you, what do you make of
3: it? Well, listen, I really do like Nathan Patterson. I think he's really kind of maturing. Uh, I know the one you were talking about, David, actually, didn't he go out for a corner? He flicks it on and then he goes and presses the guy with his own flick on uh, and, and stops the ball coming into the box. So I like the fact that he's defensively switched on. Um, you know, I think going forward, uh, but. In relation to where he is With James Tavernier I think Tav Just because he's experienced He's been over the Course and distance For a long period of time He will most certainly Be the number one But I'm fascinated to see How far uh, Partson can go Because I think he has All the attributes He's an athletic boy Up and down He's added a couple of goals As well So he can buy into What Rangers try to do Getting their full backs Advanced
2: Interesting where they go From here because uh, You know To our fanfare of Trumpets Last week A new contract Was announced for James Tavernier Mm -hmm. And justifiably so uh, I do think he, he is a contender For the player of the year But all the contenders play for Rangers I think uh, So He's on a extended contract Patterson is still young uh, And for me People need to calm down about Patterson You know, He's an outstanding talent Without question An outstanding talent And he will be All that Stephen Gerrard says he will be Scotland International for years to come But at the moment You know The the talk of leaving Tavernier out of the team for Nathan Patterson Doesn't really make it for me I
1: think it's realistically ever going to happen anytime soon Davey
7: Well let me say this to you There's a 17 year old playing with Dortmund He went to Birmingham City at 17 years of age He's holding a place there and now he's playing in the England team You've got Harlander Who plays he's 19 years of age you get the right winger that plays with Dortmund, who's who was 19 years of age, the same as Gardner, and they were prepared players, and they got their chance when they have done well, and they're still in the team. They're 17-year-old playing for the England first team, you think- and you're telling me, you're telling me that this boy's going to get held up
2: oh, be- because
7: he's a future player, rather than a player. That can play at this minute in time And he's proved it yeah, Every single do you day On a jersey oh, There, there are a couple think, of
1: different issues here though Let's make sure we're all, all on the same page Should he be picked for Scotland In the squad Is a different debate to Is he better than James Tavernier Or should he play ahead of the Rangers captain They're different
2: Yeah I, I mean uh Dave, I can ask you Do you think Rangers gave James Tavernier An extended contract In order to protect themselves So that they can sell him And uh, get a good fee for him
7: Well, that, 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 that might be the point. But it's the same as Gilmore. Gilmore walked to Rangers. Was Gilmore walking now? Because at the time when McCoy snap was running the team,
1: they were bringing in players that was 27, 28, rather than give the youth a chance. Billy Gilmore was 15 at the time, and I'm sure, Ranger, yeah. but I'm, I am not necessarily a betting man. I would... Um, Put a lot on it, Hugh. That Rangers would have liked to keep Billy Gilmore. No, if they, they, could they tried everything. They try to keep um, him. Hugh. Yeah, no, that,
3: listen. Listen. I understand what uh, Davey's saying there in terms of because the,
1: generally you've been you've been banging that drum for years. You, of course, you, yep. you, uh, you have been disappointed with the lack of progress from Rangers Academy yes. to first team level. You've always said it on this yeah, show. Yeah, I
3: have, I have, and uh, I, I can actually see a bit of daylight like now, Gordon. Because I think every, if you can get a player through every two years and playing and performing like Patterson's doing at the moment then I think that's a success. And I think Rangers as a, as a football club been try to do that because you have to blood your own coming through the ranks, but Gordon.
2: Celtic have lost two to the Bundesliga, haven't they? You know, two from the Celtic Academy who went to the Bundesliga because it's about life-changing moves. Billy Gilmer had a life-changing move and the, the two kids left the Celtic Academy to go to Germany. Life-changing moves.
1: I mean... Nathan Patterson getting a lot of praise under I yeah. was just under the impression that all you Rangers fans thought Tavernier was the player of the year And now he's now he's out the team I'd love to be surprised on this show That's yeah. fine, that's what we're here for Thank I done, you I've
3: done a poll with Gordon uh, Four Rangers players and Tavernier was 1% It was 29% and Gosum was 30% So it's neck and neck between the two Well funnily enough though
1: Stephen Gerrard says James Tavernier, Davey won't like this Could face Celtic next weekend But they won't take any risks he was also fascinated by the battle between Nathan Patterson and Josh Doig from Hibbs, and thinks that they can both go right mm-hmm. to the top.
4: James, again, has had a good couple of days since we last spoke um, and he's pushing hard and, and fighting hard to try and be involved at the weekend but we'll only do that if he's ready, we won't force that. He's been out too long for us to force it, he'll have to show... Uh, this week, that is more progression and, and get him out uh, amongst the team at some point for him to earn a place in the squad. I thought Nathan was outstanding today. I think if it weren't for Phil Olander, he probably would have been in contention for Man of the Match. I was fascinated with that battle uh, down that side. I thought Nathan was really good. Uh, I thought Diog is, is a good player. Again, huge potential. I thought both lads put in a real strong shift. I thought Nathan just edged it, I must say. I think he'll be pleased out the two, but, Hibs have got a real good player on the hands there, and um, it was fascinating. It was a real good battle. I enjoyed it. Um, two honest kids with huge potential, and um, the the future's looking bright for Scotland in terms of fullbacks because um, I think them two have got two big chances of going going how, all the way.
2: How many fullbacks do we need?
3: <laughs> Can anybody else play anywhere other than fullback?
4: Yeah, We've we do. We do need Robertson. a right back
3: though. You know, going forward we definitely do. But you're absolutely right. We've two world class left backs. Great that We always try and
1: champion Young players coming through We're yeah. all big fans of Josh Doig Hopefully he can um, As Hugh says Yeah Probably better if he wasn't a left back But yeah. He's even younger than, than Tierney Robertson So you never know He's got a
3: great chance Gordon He's got all the attributes He bombs forward You know he's physical Modern day left back Comfortable in the ball as well
1: uh, Was that a good battle between those I two? loved it
3: I, I like to see two young guys Going toe to toe They'll know each other Coming through the ranks mm-hmm. But it's a different ball game When you're up You know At the top level and you're playing for your first team So both of them came out With a lot of credit yesterday Oh
1: one four one nine five one one oh two five. Thank you Davey and Pollock Let's bring in Scott In the Gorbals Scott I know you're a Rangers fan What stood out For you at the weekend How does it set you up For taking on Celtic Next weekend
7: I think we've been set up All year Lovely to face on Celtic To be honest with you This was always our year I think Celtic Realized that At a uh, Earliest Eh uh, And since then they some just certainly
1: been the same team Yeah I don't think there's any doubt Hugh You know the the way the sort of Momentum shifted You could look at yeah. Kind of early on And Rangers getting their nose in front And never really looking back On Saturday I said to you Gordon
2: I thought the Celtic fans Would be frustrated By what they watched I, To win 6 nothing, They'd still be frustrated Frustrated because They're thinking to themselves Where's this been all season long? Uh, you know the, 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 the season fell apart for Celtic As early as October and uh, at the same time, running concurrently, not one because of the other, but running concurrently, Rangers season had momentum and developed momentum and kept the momentum. And that's why there's a huge gap between the pair of them 20 points between the pair of them. Uh, so, Saturday, or I beg your pardon, Sunday now at three o'clock is all about can Celtic. Keep their season alive? Can the uh, Burst Rangers bubble to an extent by putting them out of competition and becoming the first team to win at Ibrooks this season? It's about the bragging rights. Uh, Scott, what else
1: is on your mind tonight?
7: Um, it's just uh, about the shrouds, right? There's no shrouds at football anywhere. We, we, we see that. That seems to have an adverse effect on Celtics for some reason. They can't play with no crowds well
1: why did they Angels win, the win 6 nothing on Saturday with well, no I crowd. think obviously A more general point isn't it Not about just Kind of one off games I'd But a, any everyone th- has to deal with it Do they yeah, not Yeah of
2: course Any team that, that, that says Ah we lost the league By 20 points or more Because there were no fans Inside the ground They're kidding themselves on uh, You know as you say well, I mean to be fair I think Scott's a Rangers fan and- I, I know But anybody who brings The crowd argument into it Leagues will be won Because the team at the top was the best Whether there were people at the games or not And that applies to all four divisions
1: Uh, Jack Ross says that Don Robertson, the referee, was wrong to rule out a Ryan Porteous header yesterday The Hibbs boss says he can't criticise his players after pushing Rangers close again
8: Similar emotions as to the last time we were here I think obviously disappointment in losing the game and never been satisfied with that But very difficult to be critical of the players in any way because of the type of performance they produced. I think we've pushed a very good team who, for an exceptional season, very hard again. You know, they are a good side with some really good players and it's tough to play against. But again, like the last time we were here, I think we caused them a lot of problems as well and that's testament to the performance the players produced. At the time, I couldn't put up a strong argument because I can't see closely enough. Um, I did ask why the fill had been given and the fourth official didn't know at the time. As always, I get the opportunity to see it before I come and speak and it's not a fill. Like that happens through the course of every single game, you get some decisions to go for you, some don't. But if you're asking me if it's a foul, no, it's not a foul. I don't think MD would think it's a foul. watching I think it's just body to body, um, and that happens at times in the game. So, it's mentioned fine moments and mar- sorry, fine margins and moments in the game, and that that was obviously one of them. What was
1: the phrase? I think you both felt Rangers got Draw away with, with one. one. Yeah. Is
8: that, yeah.
1: What do you yeah. Jack Ross's assessment, pretty measured. To be, he, yeah. He naturally feels it was the wrong decision, but not going overboard about it. Uh, One man's Jack Ross And another man's Brian Rice You know when it comes to
2: uh, Handling these things In the immediate aftermath of a game But You know he's looked at it And Alex looked at it And I've looked at it And Rangers have got away with one
1: Uh, We Depends We've got Gordon Dale Who's the great referee defender On Uh, the show Alex The man at the game Uh, You two aren't quite as as kind generally (laughs) On a Monday I must admit What I'm obviously not really here to judge whether it was or wasn't. I leave that to you, but it was one of them where you keep looking at it back and you're trying to find something, and that, that yeah. often is a kind of a telltale sign.
3: Gordon, the 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 way that Holanda kind of is projected forward, it looks for the outset it looks as if there's been a push, and it just kind of makes him go forward, and I think that's what Don Robertson has seen. But when you actually look at it three or four times, it doesn't seem as if they're great contact. Hence the reason why I think he get away with one.
1: That's the other thing as well. With as Scott mentioned, no crowds. It's the, these these decisions they just pass by, don't they? With, yeah. with, when there's no crowds, there's no roar, there's no there's no protest, yes. there's no claim. There's no, Porte has complained a little bit, but, well, the, but, well, that's, but not was, much. But we've noticed <laughs> that every time yeah. we see a decision and we think, wow, that that's a terrible decision. But the the, the, <laughs> the players don't seem to. Be spurred on to complain the way that they used to
3: Got Gordon, see when you look at Portis' reaction as well I often say to you Whether there's crowds in or not That the players round about Usually give you a real indication I I thought he'd be a bit more vociferous Because of I've
1: seen it all season, honestly I, I, I can think of A list as long as your arm Of decisions On here we've all said That's blatant But the the reaction From the players Hasn't matched it It's so noticeable This season Anyway 01419511025 Thank you to Scott It's a great time To call this Because we'll get Travel with Stephen And that means You could be up Right after that
0: 01419511025 This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Evans And Alex Ray Are in the building They're both waiting patiently On your calls They were just telling me How desperate they are To hear more of your Thoughts On the weekend's action Uh, Let's go to Who was first through I think it was Just Barry I think Barry What did you make of the weekend What's on your mind As a Celtic fan tonight
9: Yeah a lot better Performance in the weekend Uh, Done well Livingston are obviously A good team I don't know how if they've kind of turned off, they've made the top six a lot, you know. Yeah. It's hard to kind of judge. Um,
1: How much of it do you think, Bra- uh, Barry, the, the return of James Forrest? What has that done for for Celtic? Yeah,
9: the, obviously, there's a natural width there that he, he brings the team. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely um, running off the ball as well. We've seen his first goal. You know what I mean? He kind of starts to move. Nice ball over the top. He, he can, he, he's played that Fox nine role before as well. So you know, you know, he's got goals in him definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, just Something that we, we surely missed I don't yeah. know if I, I wouldn't go as far as to say I don't think it would have Drastically changed The, the league position Because our defending Has been awful For most of the season But it certainly would have helped us Maybe over a line In a couple of games You know yeah. Made it a wee bit more competitive Just where
1: we've got you Barry I'll just be, So that it fits well at uh, this po- portion of the show I'll play what John Kennedy said About the update Because he was You know he was Off injured But John Kennedy's hoping He won't be Out for too long
5: yeah, There always is Always is I thought in terms of Performance wise we've, we've proven a point last time but now it's about result next week. As clear as that, you know, and that's what we've slowly, you know, and especially today, I, I felt this coming for the last few weeks. Especially in the cup game, I thought it might be that game where we, you know, scored a few goals and gave someone a bit of a hiding, you know. But today was a, a great example of that in terms of putting the performance together and then being coming for the top end. And granted, next week we have to win the game. supposed to be
7: negative negative is um, James Boris going off. How
5: is he? Yeah, we're not quite sure yet. He was—he kind of stiffened up around his back and around the hamstrings and stuff uh, beginning of the second half. So was a case of not taking any risk with him. And, and then the, also the uh, the score line allowed us to do that with one or two others as well. It gives boys game time, who are itching a bit to play. And at the same time, the guys who played a lot of minutes, we can get them off and, and get it the squad in a better place for next week.
1: What did he bring at the weekend, Alex, as <laughs> Look, Barry said? Did you agree with yeah, Barry's take on it?
3: Yeah, I've been championing him for a long time, Gordon. There's uh, certain uh, Celtic fans over the course of the last five or six years that are, are not quite having him at times. His stats are excellent. I think when Brendan Rodgers came in, he took him to a new level. He comes from out to in. He's willing to go beyond. I think the big concern for John Kennedy, as I said, earlier on-going would be that hamstring injury because... You know, He's just coming back That looks to me As if there was a freshness about him Even though he's not At the top mm. top of the game Fitness wise But I still feel as if He could contribute a lot And uh, it just allows The two guys Just to sit in Brown and McGregor To allow him play Get the full backs Going forward So I think that four two three one Really suits him Again If he doesn't make it The weekend I would expect Christie to come in And just remain uh, The same shape
1: Does he make it For the weekend Hugh Has he got enough time To play himself Into the Euros squad There are a few big questions Surrounding James Forrest Well first of all We'll take Sunday He has an extra 24 hours To get over this
2: injury It it could be It may not be But it could be Crucial Uh, He Like Scott Brown Will be remembered As an outstanding Celtic player With Trophies All over the house Uh, You know But his time Will come when People will reflect On his career At the moment I think it's slightly unfair To say It's all about Whether James Forrest Plays at Ibrox on Sunday or not because As I say For me El Yunusi has been A yeah. massive disappointment All season long Because he's scored a lot of
1: goals here I know
2: But he's a terrific player Who's been anonymous More than he has been High visibility I think
1: Is he really anywhere Near the top of the The list of Culpable players though, When you look Not at for The me. return Alex now, well, Barry has said
2: On the line That uh, of course It's a defence uh, Who must shoulder An awful lot of blame But I think In terms of the Cup tie on Sunday If James Forrest Makes it Good news for John Kennedy If El Yunusie Can replicate The performance He gave at the weekend More good news For John Kennedy But Barry knows
1: The back four And the goalkeeper Will have to be on top four Barry makes good points though Hmm. Alex Of course you can't say It's all about James Forrest But ultimately If he doesn't make it on Sunday Celtic probably won't play that shape
3: well, I, I, I thought about that today. I was playing golf with someone uh, and we had this discussion as well. But it certainly well.
1: t- t- tipped them towards it at the weekend, you
3: would imagine. Yeah, well, I actually think they might just go light for light, Gordon, because of yeah. they could mm. also play the diamond. Because I, I posed this question on Saturday on the show, Gordon, because Celtic had did well with the diamond and yep. it freed up uh, McGregor and Turnbull to go and press the fullbacks. Celtic had large portions of the game where they had mm. decent control but never got the result. So with that shape on... How would it alter? I think they'll just put Christie in and go for the four two three one.
1: Sorry, Barry, we always end up going off on tangents at times. What else is on your mind tonight? Um,
9: it's just it's basically um, Frank McAvee made a point in one of the newspapers today about um, if Eddie how if he's holding on his cards and waiting on a, a Newcastle or a, a Crystal Palace, he should say no. I mean, this is what this is what bugs me about Celtic. We we are all kind of guessing. The Celtic fans are guessing. Most of the press are guessing. That they're having exclusives and stuff like that. we don't know, and that's that. This is what's so annoying. Celtic Williams said, "Look, this, this is our this is our, our deadline for getting somebody in or something." Try to keep the fans on board, but they've done nothing. No fan has been kept on board. All it is is just blank statements on Celtic TV without any kind of scrutiny towards you know who's answering the questions. And that this is what get, gets me as a Celtic fan because I'm going to be asked to pay to pay 100 pounds again.
1: What should they do, Barry? Because you know. I can't think of too many examples of clubs, certainly not naming managerial targets or you know putting dates down and saying we will have a decision by then. I might be wrong, I, just in recent times. I can't think of any off the top of my head. What what type of clarity do you think they could realistically deliver at this stage?
9: Even if they just say they've got a number of targets that we're willing to talk to, but I just I really I really don't see that. The, there just seems to be absolutely no clarity about what they're going down in terms of. A uh, timeline and stuff for that because I, I am really hoping that we'd, t- we'd have a new manager in for uh, for, for Sunday's game now because oh. we, we 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 don't John Kennedy's done okay, don't get me wrong, but we don't have we don't have that we don't have a guy that can say right here's what I've got here's what I can maybe build on we don't have that we're g- we're going to get a guy in the summer who's going to have to look at his squad and say to himself mm, I've got a couple of weeks until Champions League uh, qualifiers start what have I got to work with.
2: I have to assume that Celtic still see Eddie Howe as the number one target. I also have to acknowledge that Celtic, uh, as a PLC, uh, can't go discussing the uh, intimate details of the, the negotiations going on between Eddie Howe, Eddie Howe's representatives, and Dermot Desmond and Peter Lawwell. No one, no PLC discusses business of that nature in public. However, Barry, where I agree with you is that there should come a time when, if there is one impediment which is stopping these negotiations from going to the stage where Celtic can announce the appointment of Eddie Howe, then Celtic owe it to you, the fan, and to themselves to say, this is going on long enough If this is the deal breaker The deal is broken
1: Well I know Derek and Hamilton's got f- thoughts on this Let's bring Derek in and, and see what he thinks Hi Derek
10: hi, hi guys I wonder if you could I've got two points uh, The first one Hugh you, Maybe you can help me out with this But I'm just wondering if Eddie Howe's appointment Is going to be on Saturday Before the cup game I think that I, I might remember right You can help me Hugh That Brendan Rodgers was appointed On the night before Rangers played Hibs in the Scottish Cup Final Which Hibbs went on to win And I'm just wondering Is that maybe something they've got in their mind Just to delay it before that game Your thoughts
2: I really don't think that is the case uh, I, Again I have to go back to this statement From Eddie Howe's representatives Which said that he's not ready to come back into Management until the end of the summer At the earliest uh, Also if there is a stumbling block In the negotiations between Uh, Eddie Howe, his people, Dermot Desmond and Peter Lawwell, and it's gone on this long. I don't expect it to be resolved on Saturday night so that an appointment can be announced. Uh, I I don't think that's any way to go about your business. John Kennedy has been getting the team ready and will continue to get the team ready for Ibrooks on Sunday. Uh, And I do not think that all of a sudden on Saturday night, I do not think for one moment that Eddie Howe will be
1: announced. In an attempt to galvanise Celtic at Ibrox. What, what makes you think that, Derek? Because all a lot of your fellow Celtic fans just say that you know they just want it soon and they want things to to move forward and they want to be able to plan and so on. Why why do you think that's the case? Why would that be desirable and, and what? I mean,
10: I would want it soon as well. I'm just throwing a comparison between when Brendan Rodgers was announced and just wondering if they thought that may give them some sort of. You know upper hand Or something like that You know advantage yeah, I, I mean
1: you are right You are right in the, the time frame uh, You're right I think it was It was the day before Or two days Yeah I think it was the day before That Brendan Rodgers was announced Alex Whether that's got I'd, any yeah. bearing On this one or not
3: I'd be surprised Gordon I think the the circumstances Were slightly different Back then as well When Where Rangers were then To where they are now I don't think Rangers would fear Celtic coming to their own patch uh, On Sunday They're the champions I think it's it's geared up to be a brilliant game There's a, there's a war word of words already John Kennedy's already said it He feels as if they're still the Scotland's number one Which I find baffling When you look at the points tally So, you know, I think both. What's sets, behind okay, that? Is
1: that just an aim to, to sort of I mean, you might as well You might as well Keep chins up Yeah, you know You, you, you kind of want your players to believe they're the best, don't you? Yeah I mean, I, I, don't, <clears> I
2: think John I think a more experienced manager And he's not technically the manager He's the interim manager But I think a more experienced man from the technical area wouldn't have said that in the uh, run-up to uh, a game against Rangers in the Cup at Ibrox. He simply would have left that unsaid. He might, at the back of his mind, believe it to be the case, but
1: you would leave it unsaid. Is it not the... Could you not make a case that it's actually the the opposite? But well, he knows fine well that they've been second best a season at the league table, but you know you put it out there, give your players some belief, try and get them, give them something to, to yeah, buy into. But,
3: but it also gives Rangers ammunition. You know Stephen Gerrard's already get his team talk. He thinks of the the Premier Team, uh, John Kennedy. So they're already set mm. set it up. So there's so many ways you can look at it. Going actually it was the same as you. I thought it was pretty naive to throw that out there, on the eve of an old firm game.
2: The other problem that Celtic have here is that. Every night on this programme now We're we're going from The managers In the building already It's just not been announced yet Or uh, Can we have Harry Redknapp uh, And now it's Let's go and try The Brendan Rodgers trick Announce the manager The night before the game Against Rangers In the hope it will get Celtic Over the line This will go on And it will go on and on and on Until it degenerates into farce Unless Celtic Make a hard and fast decision Sooner
1: Rather than later Is Eddie Howe the man for you Derek?
10: Well That's what I was going to say I phoned in Maybe about three or four weeks ago And I said to you at the time The guy that I think Celtic should be approaching Is Xavi And I still think that See if Eddie Howe thinks He's big enough to dictate the terms Move on Right Xavi At the team. I mean He's obviously going to be Barcelona man one day I reckon right But he needs to come. He needs to go to a team, I think, that's going to be playing in Europe before he can go straight back to Barcelona. Do
1: we have any idea if he's, if he's? Do you have any idea if he's a good manager, Derek? Well, I'm just thinking.
10: I mean, he's he's leading that league by about twenty odd points or something like that, right? I know it's not the highest league in the world by any man, any manner of means. But I'm just thinking, a guy like that, what what an announcement that would be! That would get the fans on board. You know. I think that's
1: just my well. well what what a play. It was well signing him as a player. Yeah, <laughs> the middle he was anyway. Derek, thank you very much. It takes us up nicely to this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun
0: For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football
1: Come on then, Monday nights beat the pundit always a clean slate, a new week a fresh chance to embarrass these pundits and win yourself a signed ball 01419511025 Your chance to beat the pundit is next but you need to pick up that phone before 7 o'clock
0: Tackle the headlines. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Played one super scoreboard.
1: Hugh Keaven's and Alex Ray are here looking back on the weekend's big talking points. Rangers getting over the line, beating Hibs by two to one yesterday. It was not bad. It was a fairly um, decent performance goal from Kevin Nisbet. Jack Ross felt they were denied. Another goal. Celtic winning convincingly at the weekend. James Forrest back. Eddie Howe still not yet confirmed as Celtic manager. Just some of the talking points you missed between 6 and 7. If you want to elaborate on them or you want to change the tune completely, pick up the phone either way. 0141-951-1025. And we'll get to you next. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun.
0: For the best football news and opinion online. The slash
1: football. Let's bring in Andrew, who's in Renfrew. He's going to take on either Hugh or Alex tonight. You feeling confident, Andrew?
11: Uh, as long as it's Alex, I. Eh? <laughs> he's too smart. Well,
1: he's been, you've been called many things on the show. Hugh, yeah. smart? No, I don't think that's one I've heard recently. No, no, no not for a while. I wonder though if you have had your eye taken off the ball, you were you were just. You were just loving life You've been out walking In the sunshine With the grandkids yeah. today I mean that doesn't strike me As the type of man Who's got his game face on And has been studying The, the weekend's action We're getting close to the end Of a long hard season I, I may be Dropping off the pace here Well we'll wait And we'll find out Heads it will be Hugh Evans And tails it will be Alex Ray And uh, Andrew will get his wish The thing is Andrew's actually a Rangers fan Alex It's usually You know Rival fans would come on And, and put a wee Slide tackle in on you early Leave what Let them know you're That's there okay I've got my pads uh, on son. Don't worry see how it goes Whoa, You're going to need them It's tails It's Alex <laughs> against Andrew So I'll give Alex Some Clyde Two in his lug And that way He can't hear what you're saying Andrew 30 seconds going on this clock You are up against Alex And as I say Every night But I say it because I mean it If you don't know it Pass quickly And we move on to the next one Okay
12: Ideal. no right, worries
1: let's go 30 seconds starting now Which Scottish Premiership team's stadium Is the furthest south? Motherwell Who scored two goals in Celtic's 6-0 win Over Livingston on Saturday? El-Ginise. Name the only side to have scored Eight goals in a Scottish top flight game this season Rangers Boghead Park was the home of which Scottish League One side until 2000?
11: Albion, Rovers
1: Who is the only Costa Rican to have played for Celtic?
11: Uh, Compton
1: Who I think I just about started it Who was the captain of Rangers For their 2008 UEFA Cup final? Barry Ferguson Okay let's bring Alex back. Can you hear us? I can yes same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts Now Which Scottish Premiership team stadium Is the furthest south? Queen and South Who scored two goals In Celtic's 6-0 win Over Livingston on Saturday Uh, Elanissi Named the only side To have scored eight goals In a league game in Scotland This season top flight Rangers Boghead Park Was the home of which Scottish League 1 side Until 2000 Who's the only Costa Rican To have played for Celtic Pass Who was the captain Of Rangers For their 2008 UEFA Cup final Uh, Stephen Davis Which Scottish League 2 side Are nicknamed The Warriors League 2 Aloua Okay, let's. Put, you're all over the place. We have divisions there. I've got, we've got some. I've got some issues to raise with you, Andrew. How do you think that went? Uh,
11: I would say it was close. Yeah, I think we'll go,
1: I think we'll get back to this, Alex, um, because on the first question, Queen of the South are not in the top flight, obviously, oh, as you well know. I. And uh, I think we'll get back to a similar I theme I think Scottish. Yeah. Kilmarnock, would you have got that, Hugh? And you're not a driver. Do you care? Do you care what's the further south? Does anybody care? That's maybe a better question Uh, Is there a trade (laughs) now? Yes I believe there is It was Kilmarnock None of you got it Who got two goals for Celtic On Saturday El Yunusi, One each The only Top flight side To have scored eight goals In a league game Is Rangers Two all Boghead Park Dumbarton Alex goes three Two in front The only Costa Rican To play for Celtic Is Aguirre He's from Honduras It's Gamboa Remember him? Christian oh, Gamboa
3: That's
1: a tricky one The captain of Rangers For the 2008 UEFA Cup final Was Barry Ferguson Andrew got it Which oh. means he pulls level Fergie, Fergie. Which means you need this one um, And I think you know Where this is going Because Aloha are not in Scottish League 2 And they're called the Wasps Anyway yes. the Warriors Stenhouse Muir So on to the tiebreaker Oh go. I like this Right um, Andrew here is the deal On the tiebreaker I read the question I will Get Alex to write his answer down And I'll then invite you To give me your attempt Okay Aye,
10: Okay right, don't,
1: don't hang around On this one you two <laughs> The question is this How dramatic is that oh, it's it's new brilliant. isn't it, oh, you like oh, it? Uh, How many times have Rangers Taken part In a Scottish Cup final Alex Ray Write your answer down please And show me it quickly Because I don't want you Figuring it out How many times have Rangers Taken part in a Scottish Cup final Andrew what would you go for uh, 22 Okay Even I can handle this arithmetic Andrew's gone 22 Alex has gone 53 <laughs> The answer Is 52 Alex Ray only one out Outstanding He might be hopeless At knowing nicknames lucky, And where Andrew. stadiums are But he was close there Andrew Hardline's no worries. Aye, take care. Be safe. Mate. That was Andrew. See, he wanted to take you on as well, and it didn't pay off. That's
3: well, okay. It's always I just seen something on the, the Twitter mm. page that I'm doing okay this season, so it's nice to know another victory. Yeah, I mean that
1: wasn't a classic performance, but you did enough it's to win. That's, that's God what God they God say, isn't it? You do enough to get over the line.
3: So. Always go over the line. The performance doesn't really matter. Only one out on that as well, Hugh. Yeah. I'm uh, do you know why I say that? Is because I've won 33 um, Scottish cups, so and then maybe another 15, 20 club, top of that. Or, yeah.
2: Probably that size Nearly 150 years old Got to be more than twenty. I think they lost probably. their first four or
3: five as well In the early uh,
1: exchanges Okay 01419511025 Your chance to beat the pundit We'll be back Same time tomorrow night Let's see if we can get an early victory For the listeners on the board this week well, we don't, don't leave it dragging on Don't make me nervous Towards the end of the week That we're not going to get one Let's do it tomorrow night Let's sort Hannah Or DL out please Let's bring in Grant Who is a Rangers fan From Aberdeen What have you mm. got for us tonight Grant good to hear from you Hi
12: panel uh, the first, first time caller So go easy on me no,
9: uh,
1: You go me. easy on us
12: a <laughs> uh, uh, conversation I had With my, my Rangers supporters Last night We were just comparing How far we think Patterson is behind Tav And also A bit like what Scotland do With Tierney and Robertson We were saying that Tav is a box to box Midfielder Sitting in front of Patterson um, As I say I think that was a riot in the league, but I think going into next season, I think if obviously Tav's defensive kind of um, figures over the over the season has always well, been in for, for criticism. I would say probably but if Tav had maybe two or three kind of poor games, I think Patterson would certainly be. I don't think many Rangers fans would be upset if Tav did dropped.
1: Has he had um, poor games this season, though, Grant? That would be no, the stumbling no. block.
12: Um, no, and I think I think just in terms of his. Um, Physicality And the whole He's just just a much A much more improved Improved player But Patterson Is certainly I think if if, As I say With with Tav Being out injured Mm -hmm. Certainly it's um, When it comes to Patterson um, Stepping in I don't think many Rangers fans Would be upset about that
3: I think it's a great position, uh, Grant, for Rangers to find ourselves and in. They've obviously got one of their own coming through the ranks. It's important because it gives you a pathway for, for the other guys in there to say, right, okay, we have to perform at a level that Partison's doing. In terms of what you said there, to play uh, Tavernier one forward and let Parsons play at the back, I don't quite see that. I don't think Tavernier has the craft of a Hadji or... And A rebound where he can drop the shoulder and things. I think he needs his space to roam into from deep from deeper, and then he obviously arrives late into the box. We kind uh,
1: of do this for, when you see when you're trying to squeeze yeah. two fullbacks in every time Scotland comes up. We yeah. mentioned it, Tierney Robertson. Are there any examples of that ever really working effectively? I know Gareth Bale, right, started as a, a fullback, yeah, didn't like he? Back, yeah. And they moved him up the pitch. What are the others? I'm not saying there aren't any I'm just I no, want to know To be
3: honest with you Gordon it doesn't, it doesn't happen that often But I was only trying to and say is that, that
1: why? Because these guys tend to yeah, Gordon, Like to see the full pitch in front
3: absolutely. of them Absolutely uh, Gordon They time their run to perfection They get there at the, the appropriate time uh, I think the, the way that Rangers play They they are a lot more skilled on the ball Than guys going back there yesterday ha- There
2: has to be a remedy Because Tavernier does have the extended contract Patterson, as Stephen Gerrard has said uh, Can't have his momentum broken
1: His development hindered So, if both can't play How do you get around it then? Well, is it not a case of Patterson learns from Tavernier And plays when given the opportunity? Is it not the case though That, on the
2: other hand Stephen Gerrard and many Rangers supporters Are campaigning for Patterson To be in the Scotland squad now? So yeah, but there's are well,
1: two, two separate they things well, aren't they? They are separate issues. You you could well you could still you could in theory still you could be Rain, you could be Scotland's best right back, but Rangers second best right back. I mean that that can happen, but that's but a times over the years.
2: Patterson will require game time. Mm. He, he won't sit there indefinitely while Tavernier plays week in week out. It's
1: going to be a, a, a fascinating one next season grant.
12: Yeah, i would say I, would, I agree with I agree with the guys, as I say, to I last night. I think if, if Patterson can just get his final ball sorted, I don't think there's any player in the Scottish league that um, has got a, a wound of a right foot like Tav has had this, this season. Um, I'd say that's probably one part of Patterson. If he could just get that final ball, um, then as I say, we've as I say, a bit like Scotland, two the probably two of the best left backs in the world. Um, having unfortunately, they're both in the same the same position.
1: How do, they, how do those two compare stylistically For you Alex Are are, are there similarities With who, who,
3: Patterson and uh, Tavenier Yeah Yeah absolutely Gordon I and, take, what, uh, Graz... what are,
1: and what are the differences as well then Well
3: I, I agree with him uh, I think uh, Patterson still has to Sort out his final ball I think and there has been times Where he has picked out people But I think James Tavernier, well, It's about 13 or 14 assists this season It's, it's remarkable for the right back area His dead ball Is another aspect of his game That you know I don't quite see with young Patterson yet But in terms of I think he still has a good bit to go to get to James Tavernier, but all the ingredients are there. You know, you look at him; he's got athleticism to got up and down that flank. You know, he scored a couple of goals, and that's something he will add to. But, but see, when you're playing with Tavernier, Hugh, and you're watching him day in, day out, uh-huh. you're learning all the while. But how do you get around the game time issue? Well,
2: because <laughs> he's nineteen, he's the most talked about young player in the country,
3: uh, and. You're not a first player here. You're not be the first player to have to wait by this time. I, you know, I know, I know. You're saying about his development and things, but uh, you're not going to just throw him in for the sake of the team's uh, detriment.
2: No, I don't think it would be to their detriment. To be fair, but it would be if he's not as good as as Tavernier, or not as ready, or not as polished. But, but I cannot see someone of his ability uh, and the the kind of uh, respect that Steven Gerrard has for him, etc., etc. I cannot see that player being content to be. The guy who waits For Tavernier To oh. either suspend Or injure Before he gets well, You said it
1: yourself though. Surely He's going to need to be They've both signed New deals So what is it You think That's going to happen To this no, I think that Patterson Putting myself In Patterson's
2: shoes He will want Plenty of games For Rangers And On the face of it With Tavernier Not only been An outstanding footballer But the captain
3: Where's he going to get All these games He could potentially play them At home games at Ibrooks Where you would imagine Especially when the fans Come back in You have that momentum With the, the fans behind you And it may well be a case That they give him Game time at Ibrooks. And
1: They'll hope to be Champions League this season Is it a case of Using Maybe. the squad a bit more on, on you know Days before or after You Poss- know coming back From Champions League Yeah possibly Gordon
3: Sometimes you have to Mix it up And uh, Stephen Gerrard's done That time after time You know we, we talk about How's he going to get Game time if you look back the, Throughout the course Of this season Rangers were changing Five and six players Per game mm-hmm. So players were getting Match time A freshness Which allowed them To get a good run And in actually
1: the, Going back a little bit The only reason that Tavernier didn't really change Is because the, At the start People always said That they didn't have A ready made replacement Nathan Parson yeah. was was, was Kind of young You know it was easy To take out Whatever Edmondson course, uh, yeah. Or Balogun uh, Balogun out And put Hollander in Or vice versa sure. Easy to take out a and put a yeah. or whatever it may be. Uh, anything else for us tonight, Grant?
12: Um, I was it was just another point that's has it's got nothing to do with Rangers and I'm a Rangers fan. I don't I don't really like speaking about their I don't like speaking about <laughs> Scott Brown, but I think that I think with not a lot of what done, fans up here. I think if I was a other Rangers fan sitting before a, a Scottish Cup final or a week Cup final, I guess I'd just Scott Brown is in their their dressing room firing them up. I, I certainly don't think it would do them. Any any harm, and I know people are saying um, he hasn't got the legs. But as I say, I, I wouldn't have to be man of the match against Rangers. But as I say, I thought he did a good shift, and I think that as a as a as a signing for Aberdeen, um, he's, he's just going to play in that coaching role as well. As I say, I think
2: it's uh, the, the the experience is priceless. They were three
1: goals in twelve games. Yeah. they need bigger, somebody to shake them up.
3: Yeah, bigger and Scott problem. Scott Brown would
1: just be the very chap. Yeah, I mean, Grant's keeping an eye on his hometown team as well there, Alex. It's going to be yeah. fascinating to see how that plays out. We're kind of over the news almost, you know, at the Even start. Less. People are going, how Can Scott. you can't imagine Scott Brown in an Aberdeen strip. And now it's going to, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I mean, yep. Scott Brown, does he did imagine, you know, a Celtic-Aberdeen cup final or something? Or, and yes, I know, Celtic need to get past Rangers first. Bear with me, I'm just being purely hypothetical. We've got a few more... Twists and turns, a few, I, a few nice, nice little stories to come between now and the end of the I season remember, on that front.
2: I remember Charlie Nicholas, and uh, in an Aberdeen jersey, penalty shootout in the Scottish Cup final, and Charlie knew he was going back to Celtic at the start of the following season. Got to the penalty shootout, Charlie scored for Aberdeen. Because you, the professional right. instincts just kick in.
3: I think there's a bigger issue for Aberdeen. I'm interested to see how Stephen Glass implements his ideas, Gordon. You've got a, a rookie assistant manager as well. Four wins in his last sixteen. What's it? Three in the last twelve goals. So you know they they have to get going again.
1: That was a decent result, though, wasn't it? You Very know, much you, so. We were probably got to the stage that despite the league table, I'd say the vast majority of people probably fancied St. John'son at, at the weekend. Like, did you tip Aberdeen I, t- did I you? tipped oh, right. Aberdeen okay. At the My weekend and My the reason, apologies
2: the reason That's why I said majority I yes. didn't see everyone yes. No I, but you're right You won't be surprised <laughs> In <until> how I tipped Jones. <laughs> yeah. shock
3: I just felt as if You know they need, to, they need to get a win Gordon They had to try And close a gap On uh, Hibs as well uh, They're still in the we're fighting chance Of trying to claw Back third place
1: uh, Right Grant That was good to hear From you for the first yeah. time Was it That was painless enough Surely you'll do it again Will you not Yeah no
12: I've been, I've been wanting to do it For a while but it was just the chat Last night with the boys I thought Alright I've got a good Spurcher.
1: point That I can put to the final Quite right but, uh, Good to have you Make sure you do do it again That was Grant In Aberdeen 0141 951 1025 On the phones At Clyde SSB On Twitter i am to got a good question For you You're going to need A little bit of Football knowledge Geography How's that going to tie in I'll give you the question And more calls next
0: Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Kevins and Alex Ray are here It's 0141 951 1025 on the phones And it's at Clyde SSB on Twitter I won't bombard you with contact information But I do have the email address If you want to hear your teasers used on the show We always do it at this time of the night You send the question in to us And we try and catch out the pundits we usually do catch out the pundits uh, With a question between now and the end of the show This one has been sent in by Wee Bruno I, I, I have no idea the story behind the nickname But Wee Bruno wants to know that After Mohamed el Yunusi's goals for Celtic at the weekend Can you name the last four Norwegians to play for Celtic And the last four Norwegians to play for Rangers You know the rules If there's something wrong with the question You blame Wee Bruno You do not blame me not including El Unicey, I should say And they have to have, you know, played a game Just being signed is not enough Vida and uh, Not in the last four, no But you're right, he, he is indeed Norwegian Lovely man, by the way oh. Remember Celtic played Molde um, Yeah A couple of seasons ago um, Chris Commons took was, a wee What was Flo? Hissy fit at the end of the game No, totally Andrew you, you remember Flo. the one? Yeah um, and I was sent over by this very show to work And we just randomly bumped into Vidar Reset Which was great you're thinking, oh brilliant We'll interview him, former Celtic player Norwegian And one of them where you pretend that you knew this But hands up, I had no idea He had played with Ronnie Dyla That was the manager at the title Or he would played under him or something And a lovely guy Loads of, oh, gave man. us all the time in the world um, But apart from that rubbish story that will send you to sleep on <sighs> Nelson the, uh, He's Danish You did give me something else, I heard it uh, Tori Andre Flo, Flo. Yeah, yeah he does sneak into Rangers last four According to wee Bruno <laughs> So you've got Tori um, Andre Flo Anymore It doesn't include El Yunusi, obviously But You know Anyone else
3: bird, re- recently? Yes There you go
1: uh, I mean there's an obvious one Staring you right in the face Or it should be
3: <laughs> I'm trying to think um, As in no, I know
1: Oh, I'll be a yeti No he's Swiss
3: Is he? Norwegian Oh
1: my goodness We've hit an all time low What are you talking about I've just got two in their bounds I know but uh, you've plucked these two out from 20 years ago And you can't find the guy that played two days ago Uh,
3: Right okay so
1: Oh uh, Chris Ayer. Thank you Christopher Ayer. I'm not feeling too optimistic about the rest of this <laughs> teaser I must admit Right, we'll leave it bubbling away And if you like, want to get on board with guys like wee Bruno And hear your question on the show It's fulltime at Clyde1.com uh, Right, who was through first on here? I think we will go Robert in Mount Vernon Hi Robert
13: Hi Gordon, how you doing? All right, you, Hugh and Alex? Hi, hello. hello. What you got hey for the Hey guys, um, well what uh, is it? It's about the game coming up uh, Celtic and Rangers game next mm-hmm. uh, Sunday into not it, the it Sunday now Yes Right yeah uh, My son-in-law told me that tonight, But I thought he was kidding me on Um <laughs> I
3: just wondered <laughs> To see if I was It was true <laughs> No no no
13: No Well I was out, I'm walk right And I was just thinking uh, Well I was on the phone To my mate Brian I know, right, And me and him Had a discussion And I, I think uh, I'm a bit early With my prediction But I'm going to give you I just think that uh, The Rangers kind of Win the league They take their feet After the gas Still you but Not much Celtic's had a wee bit of form, but see when it comes Sunday, Rangers will be right up for it, obviously I'm a Celtic fan right, and Celtic will need to be right up for it because it's last chance for us to win something, and I think, I honestly think it's going to be a high scoring game, I just feel it, like, and I'm talking about 4-2, or 4-3, 3-2, something like that to either team, hopefully Celtic, but I just feel there's going to be a lot of goals in this game, I just feel it. Like, well, I'm interested in
1: what you said about you know last chance, Robert. Does does the Scottish Cup provide an opportunity to change the complexion of Celtic season? Now, obviously, you wanted the league; that was the priority, and it's gone, and nothing will bring that back. But how, how important ultimately does the Scottish Cup become? That's I guess that's what I'm asking.
13: Well, I think well for the, just for the Celtic fans to give us an incredible lift to to beat Rangers, because let's be honest. Oh, I know somebody will say, "Oh, we are minutes a minute, so Man beat Rangers," but the winner of that game on Sunday should be winning the cup. I know that doesn't guarantee it, but you would fancy either who wins it. Um, and it's just for Celtic, I said, been a disastrous season, so it's just a wee bit of
2: could joy I,
13: at the end of the season, sort of thing. But
2: could I just counsel you, Robert, when you <laughs> said that uh, if Celtic win, you know that with that, yeah? I well, he did say that. He
1: he I, doesn't guarantee it. He did say that. Eh?
2: Can I take you back to the Betfred Cup? Celtic Park (laughs) Ross County uh, the car park afterwards so it's a bit early for that kind of stuff it's very very simple Celtic are going there needing to get a result first time in five old firm derbies that they would be getting a a winning result that's what they're after Uh, it would give them the bragging rights for that day only they then have to go on and win the cup and as I say don't assume anything at all Certainly not this season And for Rangers It's equally simple They want to Again beat Celtic uh, Go after the, the League and Cup double And they can't assume anything either Because as Robert said They did go out to St Mirren uh, And winning Cups is not Stephen Gerrard's speciality
3: I, th- I think for, for Celtic in particular Gordon um, The Celtic fans have had a, a shocker this year The team Performances have been so poor This would give them A little chink Something to build on With a new manager coming in To then go yeah. on And win the cup And then go into next season On a high Is this
1: about As is, And I don't I don't obviously Know who will win And I don't expect you Necessarily yeah. Alex To predict a Celtic win At this stage But is this about As big a case As you can build for Celtic In any of these Head to heads this season Based on what On what Robert said Maybe Just maybe Rangers have won the league You know that The, the whether it's subconsciously, maybe the foot comes off the gas slightly. Maybe Celtic, because they've got something to pr- prove now, and it, they've come off the back of that six 0 win compared to those other games. D- d- do you know what I
3: mean? Is, is, that- is there any any again difference? Be- I I don't think so, Gordon. I think both teams go into this. Now Rangers form as well. They they, they churn out results. You know they're not playing in, uh, the sparkling stuff they were before uh, they secured the title. But what then? This is a big but. Rangers have 17 games at home in the league, Gordon. 17 wins. Mm-hmm. Was it 14, 9, 50 goals, Hugh, and about what, three or four? Three, I think it's three or four at home. They've conceded. It's a remarkable mm-hmm. uh, form. So Rangers will be thinking to themselves, we don't want to kind of lose this to our biggest rivals. And we, I've spoken about it time after time. When you go into the old firm, if you'd kind of get motivated for yeah. this, then you can't get motivated for it. I mean
1: Robert, there are a few ways of looking at this If you are an optimistic Celtic fan You might say that Well, the last two head-to-heads Rangers have been You know, they're miles ahead of us in the league They're so far ahead But actually in the head-to-heads Look at the last two games There's not much in it There's not much there performance-wise And if anything, I'm I'm sure Celtic fans possibly believe That they've edged the last two games performance-wise However, Rangers fans would point out Well, we've maybe not been at our best And still, Celtic haven't managed to beat us Wh- Which one of them Is of m- Is of most um, Relevance do you think
13: Well The, the, the first one that Celtic uh, The last two games The, the, one, the second uh, January um, Celtic played Well in the first 60 minutes uh, The last game At Celtic Park Everybody knows Watching the game Celtic should have won the game But I'm not just I'm a Celtic fan obviously But Rangers uh, To me Rangers had won the league And they just take, There's just a wee bit of mentality they, just, they know they've done it So maybe that But Maybe that's because they never played well. But I thought Celtic were really deserved. They should have won the game, but they didn't. But Celtic can beat Rangers. We we can beat Rangers no problem. As much as they can beat us, that can happen a one-off game. So
3: I think one of the factors, Robert, in the last game as well. Rangers had that European game on the Thursday night. So you know, Celtic had the time to kind of recover and things. And then obviously there was all the racist element as well. So going into that Celtic game, Rangers weren't in particularly good form in terms of uh, match sharpness.
1: Uh, thank you to Robert in Mount Vernon. Let's bring in Scott and East Co
14: Hi Scott. Hi guys, how's doing? Um Alec guess is uh, one for yourself really. Just looking at the game on Sunday already, looking at the my starting eleven. And obviously Jack's still it, you've got the you Davis and Kamara in there. I think he'll bring Aribo and then the middle three. So what I'm looking at is a uh, burst a start obviously. But Jink Jake, takes got right is only right yet? When how far Jinkies away from you. They start not
3: having I think they, in match space It'd be rough To drop it What oh, do you think? I would listen I think the back four Pretty much takes care of itself mm. um, Just injury dependent Tavidur. Yeah absolutely uh, If Tavadier doesn't make it It'll be Patterson, and Holanda and Barisic Davis, and Kamara or stick-ons Whether he puts Scott Arfield In the middle of the park uh, And maybe put a, a, a Rebo Up to the right hand side With Morelos and Kent What, what would your cause I, In fact maybe this is one
1: For later in the week As we sure. build up And we'll get a, a bigger discussion on it because Rangers have been successful at this kind of rotating, I wonder if, if fans could pick the strongest team. You know, you've got a do yeah, or die aye, aye. game tomorrow. What what is the one? If if I was to kind of force you, and you think Rangers hopes hinge on on this, what what, what, what would you do? I would uh, I would pretty much go. Well, obviously if Taveniers foot is this? Yeah, I mean, forget the back four, then middle middle to front. what okay, I would go cause with that's what Davis, to Davis, Davis,
3: Kamara, and Arebo. I would go with Roof, Morelos and Kent I think, so I think no, Kent and Morelos are a stick on So
1: Scott wants Roof out and Wright in not, yeah. not yet?
3: No, I, I think uh, on his day I think Kmart mar Roof can produce You know, mm. he can produce good numbers He's an experienced player as well Played at the highest level you know, in Belgium And played at a good level down south What's Scott Wright not doing yet then no, To be I, in I, that I, I, conversation? For, I just think that Roof over the piece He's done it for longer Gordon He's, uh, you know I think that's your strongest front three uh, but I'd, I'd, there's definitely a case for Scott Wright In terms of going forward You know I think he could be a big player for Rangers But if it's a starter I'm not quite sure he makes would that yet you, Would you take it you disagree with that Scott?
14: Not necessarily disagree I just think he gets me in the edge of my seat Whenever he's come on He's he's grabbed his chance both hands I know it was Cope Rangers respectively But I, I thought it was outstanding um, I was just looking back at Ruth's Last performance against Celtic He was Non-existent. It was it was very poor. If my memory serves me right, I'm sure he get, um, took off quite early wells as well. So I don't know. And then just the fact that he didn't come on um, against Subs either, just from from unusual But I don't know if maybe he was holding him back for sort uh, of Sunday. But I think he's definitely pushing but anyway. And I think I like against Celtic. I like Caribo, uh, more in the middle, um, just to bulk up a wee bit rather than up
1: top. See when you're a when you're a winger, Alex, or a forward player like that. Yeah. How do you When do you cross the line Between being a good impact player And then yeah. And then Everyone accepting that You would much rather have that From the start Because yeah. at the moment What Scott's saying And, and what we've seen from Scott right, Rangers might actually be happy With him as an impact Yeah But how, how, no no one wants to be that So of you know course. What's the
3: No getting the, the balance I, Listen I know exactly What you're talking about Gordon Because I think uh, Going back to the old firm game uh, A couple of weeks ago uh, Roof was on the bench so you know there's, Again there's a case For Hadji as well hadji not been, play the last game I don't From think the start so. I think the, the one each I think uh, k Roof was on the bench he come on after 77 minutes uh, Yeah I think that was true But anyway Scott Wright I think he's suited Gordon When the game gets stretched And he can get open yep. his legs He's got craft He can go inside Outside um, But again as I said I think Hadji I think Rangers have got Great options Gordon and, and depending on the game plan Which Steven sets out In relation to what he sees With the Celtic backline, You know you might see A odd mm. change
1: uh, Scott, we'll be all looking forward to it Thank you, that was Scott in East Kilbride It's 1419511025 uh, Let's take a look at some of the other talking points From the weekend as well I'm sure we'll get back to similar themes on the phones Hoggy boy can't wait for Sunday And it's that's Hoggy Bahoy So just uh, just to let you know He says uh, I'm confident we will get the results So just so you know on which side he is talking about I can see Kings of Scotland is throwing a few Answers in on your teaser But we'll get back to that In the not too distant future um, Do we have to? Let's take a look at that Situation at the bottom Of the table shall we I'm, I'm not sure we learned yeah. much Really Did we? At the weekend You might you might nah, Disagree you, with you, that
2: You've got three points Separating the bottom three yeah. And there are four games left Um For me Kilmarnock Um the one that I put my money on mm. uh, Not to finish bottom And not to finish in the playoff place I, I just think that they have More to offer than the rest uh, For me Again if you were Putting my back to the wall In those last four games I would
1: take Hamilton to be relegated And Ross County to be in the playoff Should we use this opportunity To praise the split Alex Ray Because yes, it, we, know it's, it. we know it's not perfect You get little <laughs> fixture anomalies and, and things that people Don't quite agree with
3: Yep I
1: but it. it sets up such a good relegation battle If it's like this
3: Yeah very much so And I actually quite like the the playoff system as well Gordon You know you've got three teams Fighting for their life there Hamilton Knackies are three points behind Ross County Which makes it difficult Because you then have to be looking at one and maybe two Plus mm. maybe a draw And or, then they'll play each other Yeah absolutely uh-huh. So the, the, And I'll, that's what I like about it There's so many turning points Because they will all have to play each other yeah. It's brilliant I really I mean, enjoy it
1: Brian Rice thinks Hamilton put in their best performance of the season in losing to Dundee yeah. United at the weekend He says he's extremely proud of his players I can't believe
4: we didn't win the game from My personal and my players point of view I can't believe we never won the game Never mind drawing it You know The amount of chances and The way we played That's the best we've played this season By a long way By a long way That's the best we've played I thought it was coming You know when you've got that much possession And you're, you're playing as well as I thought we were playing And we were creating chances You know You expect one to go in. But it's just one of the days it didn't go in, and we made a mistake at the other end, and we got punished for it. So, today it's done a job on us, but can't be any more proud than I am and my players today, the way we played, absolutely phenomenal. I thought the response to going or go behind. The words become even more important
1: at this time of the season. You can almost you can see that page from the managerial playbook uh-huh. where. You- I, I need I need to get these players believing that they can get out of this So I'm going to focus on the positives Because Brian Rice will know it, it, There's an obvious counter to that which says You're playing well and you still can't win games at this same end, end of the season But for him, that that's exactly what you would do, isn't it? Make those players, although they've come off a defeat Try and make them feel good about it And give them confidence that they can fix it next time I think in that regard, Brian Rice has tried everything He's tried ranting and raving uh,
2: about... Hamilton get nothing Because they're Hamilton They're a wee team Etc, etc And he's tried to Accentuate Accentuate The positive there At the weekend By talking about Just how good they were the Best performance of the season Brian's biggest drawback Is that He's been crippled By injury And He's got a team that Are too inexperienced To avoid What's coming their way In my opinion Even the goalkeeper They're perfectly As a club though They're perfectly experienced At this stuff Are they not? Well But in terms of this season, mm. just the accumulation of bad things that have happened to them uh, are overwhelming to my way of thinking. Even the goalkeeper out of the side because he slipped on ice in April. I mean, what what more Welcome bad things do you have to have happen to you? Uh, I, I just think, and you know, mentality is so important in these last four games. I just don't think that they have the the mental fortitude to get over the line here whereas Kilmarnock and Ross County Ross County I think will go into the playoffs.
1: It's a bold shout and I'm not saying he's wrong Alex but Loads of people would say Actually Ackies are the one That you've got to watch Because they can get out of them Time after time yeah, And look, the rest might be spooked by it
3: Going back to Brian Rice's point See when you're at the bottom Of the league garden You're creating chances And you're not scoring It is soul destroying But I would much rather Be in that position Than not having out A chance at all So he's got some really big games He's got a Derby game This coming weekend oh, and, well. don't,
1: and don't worry about that They'll batter Motherwell Because they always do <laughs> yeah, Two be. wins Two wins since Boxing Day Hamilton Akis have got Both against Motherwell <laughs> And
3: both absolute doings So we, we will help them out No problem we'll so, listen, that would be the, the, what they exactly need. And then I've got a couple of away games at Mirren Ross County. And then I've got Kamarnock last day <sighs> of the season. So, again, that's why this split works brilliantly.
1: Huge games coming up. Uh, right. What about your teaser tonight? After Il goals Did, for Celtic at the weekend, this might sound mad. Can you name the last four Norwegians to play for Celtic and the last four to play for Rangers? You've got Christopher Eyer, Henning Berg, and Torre Andre Flo. Did
3: uh, Naomi, no? though?
1: Um, he finished. is finished No he's not yeah. He's 29 etc Yep
3: <laughs> um, I'm struggling to
1: The I mean it's 4 and 4 You've got 1 1 Celtic 2 Rangers so far we well, will give you some thinking time We'll need it yeah. Yeah, 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 I can, yeah, I can yeah. see that Right, We'll get the answers next
0: Number 1 for football In Glasgow and the West 0141 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard.
1: Into the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard, Hugh Evans and Alex Ray are here and they are hopeless, quite frankly. At this teaser <laughs> sent in by Wee Bruno tonight, he wants to know apart from Mohamed El Yunusi, after his goals at the weekend, can you name the last four Norwegians to play for Celtic and the last four to play nope. for Rangers? You've got Christopher Eyer. That's the only Celtic one you've got You've got Henningberg and Torre Andrew Flo From the Rangers side of things This is how bad it gets I could remember this guy's first name And
2: Alec could remember his second name So Go his first teamwork. name was Stefan Johansson Yes, <laughs>
1: Stefan what Johansson
3: team. What a team scored at the weekend You know, that's, that's the reason why yeah. I remember him Yeah uh, Okay. that's us, we're finished
1: Right, so <laughs> two of each left I mean, don't get me wrong I'd be hard Well, one of the Rangers ones <laughs> I'm trying to find the words to do this justice There there is literally no chance that you'll get one of these Rangers ones The other one, yeah, tough but doable Celtic one's quite tricky as well But one in particular, forget it Never happening So we'll save him Well, we won't need to (laughs) He will be saved until the end But the other ones um, Okay, I'll kind of close Maybe like a striker from the The kind of Ronnie Dylat era A centre-back from the First Neil Lennon era um, the Rangers one you're looking for Is a striker from Oh now you're testing me Probably Yeah pro- Probably Alex McLeish era um, Or maybe Maybe just before that um,
3: Yeah
1: wouldn't it wouldn't have be, been You were what You 05
3: 04 Please don't tell me I played him
1: I'm wondering if he would have left As you arrived I, I don't remember him being In your oh, team aye. But maybe then. Uh, did
3: Fjort, No, no. Uh, Who was your striker With a blonde hair That's Everson. Uh, uh, <laughs> Stefan No What's his name again?
1: Is the striker it, it, With the blonde it, it hair it
3: Blackburn Money?
1: Uh Yes that's Eric Bo Anderson
3: oh.
1: oh you two are I'm on track and honour
3: Austin Yeah it, yep. Go
1: you get the second name No that's his That is his second name oh, Alright okay This is like um, Charades <laughs> out loud the, the first syllable You got the first syllable right Austin Yep That's her. That's the first two syllables What comes next? Eckenstad I- <laughs> I'll give you Is that close enough? Is that yeah it's the good the Sir Callum Austinstad Austinstad Eagle Austinstad yeah, Well he came geez. before me Yes. But Was he now. before we close but before, before you? Before me yes Good my memories I did my back pocket with Blackburn mind you. My memory's not as bad as I thought Right okay three to get we'll, <sighs> we'll, we'll leave it there Thank god We know for sure Hearts will be back In yeah. the top flight Next season Congratulations to those involved They wrapped up the Championship title A combination of things A 6-0 victory against Alawa on Friday Combined with failure to win uh, From their closest rivals at the weekend Meant that Saturday afternoon It became official Hearts are the champions um, Kenny is a Hearts fan in Airdrie How much did you manage to en- enjoy it Kenny? I feel like the Hearts, Hearts have had a, a difficult season Despite walking away you know, with the league The Hearts fans expected a little bit more Are you able to, to celebrate it? Or is it just Something that you
11: accept And you look forward to next season uh, Celebrate it quietly Gordon Based on the performances even in Scott Harrison And Mr, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> uh, How you doing Kenny Getting
3: a bit choppy there Because you've
11: won the title mate ain't you <laughs> listen, listen My wee lass is uh, delighted you know what I mean She's only 12 And she's only just started Going a couple of seasons Before all the The carry on And then the Covid And all that So She's, uh, she's chuffed a bit So that makes my Good. day uh, Good Shuggy sure, can I just throw a quick one in Sorry guys You, you Me and you share a wee thing with, uh, with the autism With your grandson And with my daughter uh-huh. uh, Can I just give a shout It's actually autism awareness month And just Everybody be kind to people That are different eh?
1: Good for you Kenny Yes Thank well you. said Kenny All on board with that Well done what, Back to heart? Well, whatever, yeah, whatever you like Kenny the floor is yours I mean Kenny would... what
3: are you expecting no, Obviously you know You're saying it's been A bit of a disappointment Where are you looking to strengthen Who do you think will come and go
11: uh, that's that's a difficult one, Alec. Because at the end of the day, I think I think Robbie came in and after all the palave Levine, Cathro, Stendhal, all that carry on, and then the the demotion. I think uh, I think we've got to give Robbie time. You know, I think he did it the first time when he when he brought Hearts up when it was Rangers and Hibs in the the championship, uh, and he did well in his first season up. But I think he's had to mix too many players and trying to sort of get rid of players and. You know,
1: players were tied to the club So I'm optimistic for next season I mean, Hugh, I spent some of my spare time this morning uh, Recording a podcast with a with a Hearts fan um, Big Hearts fan um, In fact, he's got a Hearts podcast of his own And we were kind of talking about that. The, the, there is a disconnect here between Quite frankly, people like us Who are kind of on the outside And we see Hearts on the TV And we keep an eye on the results Absolutely. And we you know, a working knowledge of what's going on And we yeah. say, well, hold on a minute you've won the league you've walked the league what more did you want be happy what's the problem here but so many Hearts fans aren't happy about it and and aren't aren't happy about the performances and aren't happy about various things that it's the number of them that are unhappy is is too large to be ignored for us to keep brushing it away and saying ah come on it was all about winning the league it's clearly about more than that if so many are I'm feeling a bit frustrated about this And a a kind of lukewarm celebration Kenny saying, yeah, you know, celebrate it quietly Kenny will know of Gary Mackay Who
2: was the the biggest jambo I ever came across in journalism uh, On and off the park Gary was a ferocious hearts player And a wonderful, inspirational hearts player And uh, he spoke over the weekend About the need for the club and the fans players and fans to be reconciled because at the moment uh, that's not the case I've rarely known a team to win the title be the champions and for there to be so much misery surrounding that club it's quite astonishing the problem and Kenny on the line will know the problem is not now with the title being won the problem is six months from now when they're in that uh, premiership because the feeling is Among many observers Who see a lot more of Hearts than we do The team simply is not good enough To be a top 6 team And might even be Fighting
1: relegation
2: That to me
1: appears to be the core of the unhappiness That's going to be the challenge isn't it Kenny Because I don't think you're you Stop me if I'm wrong I don't think your fellow Hearts fans Will be happy with next season saying Okay we've just come up Make sure we stay in the division because that's always the priority for the promoted side. It always is. As long as you can stay in the division, that's deemed a success. But I mean, Hearts fans want to finish top four, don't they?
11: Definitely, Gordon. Definitely. Uh, I think the problem this season has been that the, the whole change. You know, they've brought in a lot of players, I and mean, there's Roberts loaned to Motherwell and scoring every week and hope his injury gets better. But uh, I think. Well, the Hearts fans have lost it. Is it was a better season, you know, with the Levine and 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 then the Stendhal carry on and Levine then moving upstairs and McPhee still there. I think I think that created a lot of bad blood, Do you know. I mean, the last game I was it was the the Hearts Airdrie Scottish Cup tie, the five nil one, but there was there was hostility there, even with a five nil one You know, the, the Hearts fans weren't happy with what was going on in the background.
3: I mean, but the, ha- the then, then Haas fans weren't happy when they, they were second in the league, mm. Kenny. You know, they're a tough crowd to but, please. Yeah, but
1: the, to, to be fair, then you know, to, to Robbie Nielsen, to Lee McCulloch, because fans will, fans have got that emotional connection there for years, and they'll feel that this has been maybe you know kind of long decline. And th- but but Robbie Nielsen brought in to get them back up, so you can maybe see why his his back would be up a little bit and saying, look, uh, pff, we, we, you know, yes, it's not been perfect. Yes, Broa was an absolute disaster, and um, but you know, he he'll feel. The number one object objective has been has been yeah, achieved I thought, obviously.
2: I thought his reaction after the 6-0 win was poor uh, it was A charmless reaction uh, Given that it was the the best result for a long while Where he said that would ram it down the throats of the critics and so on I mean there has to be a bit more joy attached to a 6-0 win 24 hours later followed by winning the title I would never criticise the Hearts fans on this matter Because The foundation of Hearts Have put so much money Into that club I appreciate that Anne Budge was the catalyst And she put £2 million in And will always be remembered For doing that But these Hearts fans Are putting in fortunes And if they think The team is deficient They're perfectly entitled To say so
3: Yeah but From the manager's point of view You're absolutely right Gordon In terms of You know The the objective being done At the director of football And also Anne Budge I think they've got his back I think they'll allow him To rebuild in the summer mm-hmm. uh, You've heavily invested In that coaching Core Take him away If he done to United So I think he'll get most certainly Get the summer To try and make Put his stamp on this Because he inherited A lot of these guys as well Gordon so And as, as Kenny says He's done it before Give the guy a bit of time And a wee bit of backing You never know
1: Kenny thank you very much A pleasure as always 01419511025 You're probably best Writing that number down For tomorrow um, because I think we're a bit short on time Alex race watching the game on at the moment Down south West Brom are 3-0 up in Southampton Southampton got a penalty Alex was just telling us that When I, he was a veteran On his last legs I don't
3: think he played God A young James Or oh, you thought you came
1: up yeah, against I A young did, James Ward-Prowse And you yeah. said he was magnificent And he's just missed a penalty
3: so. Yeah no, I know well, He's, 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 he's magnificent
1: a, insane, bring, He
3: Yeah you have to say it, But um, I think I've got one of these questions Oh Alright I could, uh, the, the centre half from uh, Lenny's was the boy, I don't, R- Tom Rogic. Uh, no. Rogny?
1: R- R- Ronya,
3: yeah. Rogny, well, yeah. Okay. Thomas and
1: Thomas, Rony, Thomas Rony. Rony. okay, two to get. Uh, anything else about, from the weekend? What have we missed? Um, well, we think we said Kelly Ross County was kind of game of the day, but we didn't really get anywhere with it in no, terms of. I love the Gordon.
3: What what awards beforehand. Two pals uh, know each other well and they were kind of having a wee pop at each other, but. Some good goals In that game as well I thought there were Some really um, good goals Another thing
2: to arise Dundee United could be On the verge of losing The manager You know Doncaster Rovers Apparently want mm-hmm. Mickey Mellon uh, And I think that would be A blow to Dundee United Because although They haven't been Scintillating uh, He did well They're the promoted club He's kept them In a respectable position uh, And I think Maybe I don't know For family reasons He might want to go back To England But uh don't United must be worried about Having to start all over again Look for another manager If he decides to go Are Motherwell safe Did that result without do doubt. It the
3: weekend Without doubt <laughs> Yes yeah. Without doubt Yeah You'll be happy with that Was it nine points of a difference so quite, far is not it be even higher than that No no but listen I think uh, when you listen to Graham Alexander He said as well What the remit when he came in Was to Yeah wait for yeah, yeah, the has been
1: Yeah um, I mean Jim Goodwin felt They should have won the game yeah, but he's possibly right Not much in it But you know, those two clubs Maybe not a great deal to play for But yeah, you just yeah. You try and get to the end of the season On a high and
2: There are three teams from there. Three teams And three teams only In that pressure cooker
3: Hamilton Ross County Kilmarnock. I think the, they have to live yeah, with it You're right Hugh I think the big surprise Was a penalty miss Grah You know, he's been Absolutely yeah. brilliant You know, some good numbers From a midfielder you know What
1: is interesting about it though Right, he's, he scored Eight out of eight before yeah. that But they have all been That type of very casual yeah, role. And it's up, yeah. one of them That when it goes wrong you kind of wondered yeah. When he would When he would um but He always he always, he always looks to me
3: When I, when I heard it at the weekend I said oh he's going to score this Because every time I look He looks confident When he's stepping up here So you know oh. When he's sent the keeper The wrong way so many times
1: Right Any more on the We need two more in the teaser no. One more Norwegian Who's played In the last four Norwegians To play for Celtic And one more uh, Rangers The Rangers one's brutal you, you won't get it What,
3: what, what, what time? What decade? <laughs> it was what?
1: the eleven. But I think they made these appearances The 11-12 season A couple of times You Honestly, forget it I'll just right, give okay. you his name Thomas Kind Bendixson Leave it yeah, out oh, like you made that yeah, up yeah, yeah. Right, come on then Who's the, the, the Celtic one? Funnily enough I can have triple barrel name If that's such a thing I don't think Was it is
2: Was part of the
1: Brendan I know, Ron, Ronnie Dyla And I think he right played in. against Celtic In Europe as well Did he score? Against Celtic Not long after he left Something like that I think he had a wee sort of oh, he, ponytail top knot type I thing, much he, like you he, yeah, back in the he was, 60s. Here.
3: He went back to, <laughs> didn't he go back to uh, Copenhagen or something like that? That's the guy, is
1: it? I mean, it's the name I'm looking for it's, rather it, than. He's got his...
3: a wee dodgy, <laughs> <laughs> you Can't get it from initials. that clue.
1: initials? G I B. Inga. Uh, Bergson <laughs> <laughs> You're just shouting words That sound vaguely Norwegian <laughs> Joe Inge Berget, ah. oh, Berget Right Berkson. back tomorrow at 6 Berwick. And Callum Gallagher's up next